Hey everyone, so I'm gonna go straight into the value for today. And this is gonna be a first part of a four part series, talking about how you can start to really achieve your goals, especially when it comes to the new year being around the corner. Now, there's nothing real significant about New Year's, don't get me wrong, but it is still a start to a new time frame. And to me personally, I still think it's a powerful time for you to self-reflect, which is a powerful skill, and also set yourself up for success moving to the future. So part one, we're going to go through where are you going? And then part two, we're going to find other tools that you can use as well. Part three, and this is actually going to be a four-part series. So every Thursday, make sure you watch out for this series over here. So how many times have you actually set a goal? Let's really start to put our mind into it. How many times have you actually set a goal and not actually succeeded it? This could be health and fitness, like you want to lose 20 kilos, or it could be something like you wanted to be able to do your first push-up or chin-up or whatever it might be. How many times have you actually failed? And be brutally honest with yourself. There's absolutely no, there's actually no shame in admitting that you haven't achieved a goal. I will share with you some of them that I've actually failed on this year. I said to myself that I was going to bench 140 kilos. I haven't even benched. I actually said to myself I was going to get a Nordic curl. I haven't even practiced them. And to me personally, the goals didn't mean much to me. And that's why I can talk about it so nonchalantly and be like, oh, yeah, I set the goal and I didn't get it. But it's hard to admit to yourself when you haven't set yourself an appropriate goal. So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that you're going to be at the direction that you want to be and making sure you've set something that actually means something to you because you wouldn't go on a road trip without a map, not knowing where your destination is. You wouldn't just get in a car and drive with no destination in mind. This is the exact same thing when you step into the gym. You want to make sure that you actually have a goal that sets your soul on fire, so to speak. So damn cheesy. So where are we going with your goal? I hate it when we hear goals like, I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. I want to be consistent. Those are goals, don't get me wrong. And I probably shouldn't say that I hate them, but they're only surface level. It's kind of like when you meet someone, you're like, that's a good person. But do you actually know them deep enough? Now you're going to ask yourself the same question. Do you know yourself deep enough? So setting goals, I'm going to go into three levels of where they start. So maybe you've done this before. If you haven't, you can use this stencil framework. This is the exact same stuff that I do with my paying clients. I always make sure that we deep dive into exactly what we want to do because of two reasons. If you have a goal that I haven't dove deep enough, then we don't achieve it. And I create a plan that's going the other way. Both of us will feel like we're pulling something in the wrong direction and we're just not being efficient with what we could do if we worked together instead. So you can go in several orders with this, but I'm going to do this with a SMART goal. And then we can talk about how you can start to find what it may look like. The SMART goal is something that you may have done in the future without even knowing. So in case you don't know what SMART goal means, it's a specific measurable, achievable, 
realistic and time-based goal. Now, I know a lot of you here are probably thinking, or oh, that time-based part, that makes me really nervous. I'm gonna talk about that in a bit of a moment. So let's break down each of these SMART goals. And this is why we don't use healthy and fit as goals. So specific, what exactly is it that you want to achieve? If you say, I wanna be healthy, not specific enough. If you say you wanna lose weight, we're moving in the right direction. If you were saying you wanna get stronger, we're moving in the right direction. If you were saying, I want to be able to run and I want to be able to fit my clothes properly, we're moving in the right direction. But being healthy and fit doesn't allow us to do this. So write down right now what you think your specific part is. It can kind of be like a category. I wanna be stronger in my upper body. The more specific you can be, even better. If you say you wanna get stronger at hip thrusts, even better. It gives us direction to know how we can write the programs, how we can start to delve deeper into what you want. You could also say you wanna lose body fat percentage. It all helps. Now the measurable component is what we actually use. So you wouldn't say I wanna be richer. If I gave you a dollar, you'd be richer. If I gave you a book, be richer in knowledge. So what exactly do you wanna be measuring to see that you've actually tracked your progress? For some of you out there, it might be how much weight you can lift. For some of you out there, it might be a dress size or a shirt size, pant size, short size. For some of you out there, it could be, I want to be able to play with my kid for 30 minutes. These are measurable things that you can do and start to utilize as well. Now, achievable and realistic, they kind of go hand in hand. Achievable is something that you have done in the past or have gotten close to doing. Realistic is making sure that it's possible and not impossible. So if you're telling me you haven't trained in 20 years and you expect yourself to be at the same weight that you were when you were 18, or you're trying to break a world record, sorry to break it, but you might be delusional. <laughs> So this is where we want to use some knowledge as well. Feedback, learning, these are things that you can do in asking questions as well. Is this actually achievable? I don't see why not. Now time-based, like I said, you're probably gonna get really nervous about this one. Why do we need something that's time-based, time-bound? Let me tell you right now. Maybe you've gone through university and you've been given a lovely assignment on week one and they tell you that it's due in week eight. Now, hand on my heart, I am 100% guilty of this. I would actually only start that assignment at week six. Why? Because the time that you have been given allocated is the time that you'll utilize to make it happen. I don't know what the law is, but it's true. How many times are you like, oh shit, someone's coming home in one hour and I better make sure to clean everything. Maybe you were growing up as a kid. I better clean everything, better vacuum everything. You could have done that all at the start of the day. You chose not to because you wanted to use the whole time that was allocated. Note, how do we know if we've allocated something fair enough for your time-bound goal? You wanna make sure that you once again ask these questions and that's where coaches can come in handy as well. Because don't expect yourself to lose 20 kilos in four weeks. You could do it, should you though? You probably set yourself a goal that's unrealistic if you did that anyway. So those are the SMART goals that you can utilize. I would highly encourage you to re-listen to this if you need to, 
and write down what you think a SMART goal for yourself might be. Now, SMART goals are great, but there's one reason about it. Anyone can set a SMART goal, but what does it actually mean if you do achieve this or you don't achieve this? And what's the purpose behind this? So for my goals, I'm going to share with you what I have. I want to be able to run, that's specific, measurable, a, a full marathon. It makes me want to cry saying that out loud. By September 2024, and that's the time-bound and achievable realistic. Now, let me show you the research on this. Running, I can run. I've got two legs. It's specific because it's not swim, run, or fit or get fitter. I don't want to be cardiovascular fit. I want to be able to run specific. It is measurable because I want to run 42 kilometers. That's what a marathon is. Achievable and realistic. Anyone can technically run an, a, um, a marathon if they've got two feet and they take their time and there's a time bound to it. So I've done the research. I found that some people were actually able to achieve it without training at all. So I'm going to train and put my full ass into it instead of half my ass into it. And then the last part is time bound. It's September 2024 in Sydney. I've got all the things I need. It is super specific. But what is my why goal? My why goal of why I want to achieve this is so that when I look back, I can be proud of myself. It's so that when I look back, I can share this story and this journey with the people I've trained, trained with, and also my future kids and my wife too. I want to be proud of it. To me, it's like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be proud of myself. So what is your why goal? If you're looking to lose weight, maybe your why goal is because your weight has always held you back. Maybe your why goal is because you always felt like you were teased or maybe it made you question your self-worth. Maybe it could be the other way around. You want to gain muscle because you felt like you being underweight has always held you back. Maybe you want to feel strong because there were times where you felt weak. Maybe you just want to do it because you want to be proud of that. You bench pressed 100 kilos or squatted 100 kilos, deadlifted your body weight. These are really powerful reasons why. But it needs to be important to you, not anyone else. It's kind of like these degrees over here. I've got three of them. I didn't want to do them. <laughs> I did it because I thought it was going to make someone else happy. But the purpose behind it wasn't really there. I was actually not attending classes didn't really put my full ass into it. And then this is why I do what I do now. So your why goal needs to make sure it resonates with you. And if your why goal doesn't kind of make you want to cry if you don't achieve it, your goal is probably not going to fly. You want to make sure this is like a 10 out of 10 goal. And there should be no shame why you want to achieve what you want to do, but it does need to be a 10 out of 10. Now, the deeper reasons to why I want to run this marathon goes into our purpose now. Our purpose needs to make us want to wake up out of bed every single day going, hell yeah, I'm ready to achieve this goal and just take on the day. The purpose why I do this is twofold. The purpose why I want to run this marathon is because it makes me want to feel proud about myself. I love the feeling of achieving something and feeling proud of myself. That's my why goal. The purpose behind it is so that I can prove to myself that I can do anything that I want. The purpose behind it is so that I can make my kids are proud. I'm like, wow, dad does this one day when I have them. Or the second reason why is so that the people that I train can be like, if Sean can do it, why can't I? Literally anything that I can do, you can do as well. 
that is the purpose of why I train to achieve goals and do the best that I can, no matter what, from powerlifting, weightlifting, bodybuilding, to being just healthy, to losing weight, to losing 10 kilos, whatever it might be. The purpose is to show you that because I can do it, why can't you? You 100% can do it. You have the same resources as me. I don't coach myself. I have my own coach. I follow the instructions just like you would too. I use the same resources. I got the same mobile phone as you. You probably have a better one. You probably have a better internet connection to me because mine's dropping out every two seconds. So what's stopping you more than anyone else? I actually haven't put this on my script to run you through it. But how do you feel if you do not achieve your goal? To me personally, if I do not achieve this goal, it will eat me up. Because the only reason why I didn't achieve this goal was within my own reasons. So if you don't achieve your goal, how does that make you feel? Maybe your goal can be wanting to learn more with deadlift. So what do you have to do to take the steps forward? Now, don't get me wrong. I won't go through that today. I just want you to have your goal, your why goal, your purpose, and also what it makes you feel if you don't achieve your goal. If it doesn't make you a little bit upset that you haven't been able to you know, achieve the feeling of you deadlifting 120 kilos because you set that out for yourself, then we may need to revisit something. But this is part one of the series. And I promise you in part two, it's going to get into further detail about how you actually achieve the goal. Right now, we just want to know what location is. Right now, what we've done is you've gone to the travel agent and you found out the place you want to go. Now we're going to find out how we're going to get there. And I promise you, if you tune in for the next part, you're going to get a lot of value out of that too. Hopefully you enjoyed this. If you did, just give me a thumbs up. Give me a like. And if you're listening to this podcast, share it with a friend. Let me know that you're listening to this in 2024 or when you're setting your goals for the next year by screenshotting it on your podcast and, or screenshotting the podcast and then tagging me on Instagram. Hopefully you got super good value out of this. I hope you will. I guarantee you the next few parts are going to make this whole journey a lot smoother and you have a lot more of an understanding as well. Take care, everyone. Keep building momentum.